Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Wherever you're listening, welcome. My name is the Honey Badger, and this is the HBRV Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, I am excited for 2023. Uh, Forgive me, I have a cold still, so my chest, I'm still coughing, I'm still sniffling, but I think you're really going to enjoy this show. So however you're listening, kick back and enjoy. Uh, It's just nothing but positive stuff today. First of all, uh, if you're watching me on video through YouTube or TikTok or wherever you're seeing me through, I'm actually in a hotel room because if if you don't know, I actually work on the road. So I do have my media company, uh, which is DBA to HBRV Lifestyle. And it's, it just consists of my social media money, the media, the filming and the, the, the editing and the social media stuff I do for dealerships. Uh, it, it, it does everything for this podcast and eventually the radio show. But that's my business. That's kind of like my long term, like that's hopefully I make money at this one day. I haven't made a lot right now. I make here and there little bits of money here and there. Uh, but my real job is I teach, I sell RVs, I sell travel trailers directly to dealerships. So if you haven't heard this before, it's, it's what I do. And, uh, I, I train the salespeople how to sell them. And then I go on the road and I do shows. In fact, on this 21 day trip I'm doing away from my family and getting on the road to work, uh, I'll be at the Tacoma RV show. January 19th, 20th, 21, and 22nd, I believe, is the dates of the show. Let me double check that real quick, looking on my computer. We're going to click and make some noise. I am right. It's the 19th through the 22nd. Uh, I will be there uh, in the display with Apache campers. So, you know, I'm on the road right now early because this week I'm stopping at my new dealership in Eugene, Oregon, where I am right now. Uh, and then I, I'm going to travel to Portland and go see the boys at Curtis Trailers. Uh, and then, you know, my product's now at all the Bobby Combs locations, including the new store here in Eugene. And then, you know, I'm going to get through Idaho and Arizona. Uh, and then I got another show that is supposed to occur next week in California. That's going to be uh, Mike Thompson's RV show uh, in Southern California. I will be there on the lot uh, January 11th, 12th, and 13th. Um, if I can extend it, it'll be the 14th and 15th. So there's a lot of good shows going on. If you're in Canada, uh, my boys at um, uh, Arcan and Pulse RV in Alberta are going to be doing a show, a couple shows this month that I won't be able to get to. And then in British Columbia, we got Fraser Way RV is going to do a dealership in Abbotsfield. So there's a lot of good stuff going on right now. Shows are very important to the RV economy because it gives the dealerships and the manufacturers a gauge on what the year is going to be like. <clears throat> it's hard the last couple of years because the COVID lockdowns prevented a lot of shows. So it was like shooting in the dark and you can't really use those numbers. The one thing that a lot of people are finally starting to realize is you cannot look at 2020 through 2022. That never happens. It was like an anomaly, right? We've said that several times on this show. So what we're trying to get to is figure out, is this going to be like 2018 or is this going to be like 2019? Is it going to be like 2016 or is it going to be like 2017? And the only way to gauge that is through your participation at shows. And if you're a dealership, this is very important for you too because this is an opportunity to kind of gauge yourself and start your projections. Because it's hard when you're when you're slammed with inventory. Okay, so like uh, <clears throat> here's a good example. And you know I know I hate using names, but I got to give them a shout out because they're incredible. So I'm living in the Klamath Falls area in Oregon. It's a little town called Chiloquin now. 
And we go into town into Klamath, and the only real RV store there that's like legitimately like what I'm used to is Funtime RV, which is owned by the Haugen Group. Okay, great guys, amazing dudes. They are stuffed to the hilt with inventory, and it's right. We're, we're having snowstorms left and right in the region, and it's been one of the coldest winters on record. And we've had record snow, and it hasn't even been January 15th yet, and we've had record snow. So that all being said, it's hard for them to gauge and project what they're going to order from different manufacturers because it feels like, where is this going to land? Now, I have a feeling it's going to be more like 2018. I really do. I think retail sales are going to flatline. I think we're going to see maybe a downtick in retail sales, but I'm not thinking like 25 or 26%. I'm thinking probably if you got to hold me to a crystal ball, I'm going to say 7 to 8% reduction in retail sales. But shipments from the factory are going to drop dramatically. I, I, I really believe it's going to drop dramatically because dealers have a lot of inventory on their lot that's the that's not because it's crashing guys i want to make sure that's perfectly uh perfectly understood the market's not just going to tank and everything's going to go on sale for pennies on the dollar but manufacturing dealerships have a good amount of inventory there are dealerships that i'll give you an example normally in a normal economy or even in a down economy carry a hundred units in stock well, right now they have 150. So it's hard to project. So I believe it's just logical. Uh, I think wholesale shipments from the factories will tick up more towards the summer and, and, and fall and winter. But I think it's going to be a it's going to be a dramatic shift from what we experienced this year in, or this last year in 2022 and 2021. But it, all it is is just correcting itself. That's what it really is doing. The dealerships, yeah, are giving away stuff at ridiculous prices, but it's just reducing their inventory down. It's just trying to get it back down to what a normal economy is. Pardon me. <coughs> there are a lot of there's a lot of bad information out there. You know, there there's guys that are going, oh God, there's manufacturers going out of business or shutting down the factories. No, they, there were, there were manufacturers. Now, I, I have been very, very fortunate, and the division and the factory I, that that my, the workers that build the product that I sell to dealers, we've been fortunate enough to stay open, and only do our normal shutdowns. But most places are like, you know what? It's the worst winter on record in most places. Let's shut down for Christmas. And most of January, everybody go get six weeks, four to six weeks of sunshine in a southern state or, or get your house in order or go enjoy the, the, the time off. And we'll start back up February 1st. That's pretty smart. Because we over the, the, the industry overbuilt because there was still the thought process of supply and demand. Your demand was still relatively high back in April and May of 2022. It didn't start to plummet till after summer started. When summer started and kids were out of school, it was like the RV world went to a halt. You had interest rates increasing at a dramatic pace. You had a, just a lot of factors that we've covered in other episodes. So show season is going to be very important because it's going to give all the dealerships and the manufacturers and even you, the customer, a gauge on where things are going to stand uh, for this year. Now, a couple things I really just need to press to you is that I'm getting a lot of emails. And if you don't know, I have a regular YouTube channel. If you're watching this podcast on YouTube, there's another channel. If you put in 
HBRV Lifestyles, Henry Bravo, Victor, uh, Henry Bravo, Randy, Victor, Lifestyle, HBRV Lifestyle. You'll see I have like 300-something videos and 4,000 subscribers. When you go on there, <coughs> pardon me, you're going to see a lot of videos where I tell you that, hey, you got to take advantage of pricing now. But I get a ton of emails from that channel asking me in the last week, when's the best time for me to buy? You ready for the secret? You sure? Okay. Hold on to something. The day you find the right unit at a reasonable price. There's no specialty to it. Like you go into the car business. You go buy a Cadillac or a Lexus or something in nature. End of year sale. And, and like, okay, I bought my Hyundai Santa Fe uh, December of 2020. Okay. It was a 2020 year model. 2021s were already out. All right. Hyundai was offering, I don't know, something stupid. It was like five grand off in rebates or $3,500 off in re rebates and 0% interest. It was something silly. I got the stupid thing for like 20 grand out the door. And then 0% interest over 60 months. Okay. There isn't that kind of thing in the RV business. Now, dealerships are more willing to wheel and deal at a show than on the lot sometimes only because they're trying to put numbers up. Okay? And what I mean by that is a lot of times the hardest part about being a salesperson at a an RV lot because I was one for a long time is that people leave the lot to go shop other brands, other floor plans, they want to get a shopping experience. At a show, you get all the shopping experience you can get. You got at almost all your dealers, all your brands that are represented in your area, all the floor plans that are available, uh, that are being built. Because not every floor plan is built. They might show up in the brochure, but it doesn't mean they build it. Okay. Um, there's a shopping experience. So I'd rather work a show as a salesperson because... I get a good shot at selling you something that day because you can walk around and see everything. And then it becomes about wheeling and dealing because then it becomes a, a competition. You know, uh, if, if you don't think that owners and managers don't go out for beers and dinners after shows and get a little braggadocious about their day, especially if it's a good show, then you're sorely mistaken. So there's a lot of ego on the dealership side from the salesperson to the cleaning people to... It, it, it's, it's ego in a good way. It's like pr more like pride more than it's ego. So if, like this Tacoma RV show. When I go there with Apache campers, Okay. If Apache Camper sells 30 units in the first day, if you don't think they're not going to be super excited on Saturday morning and they're going to get pumped up and they're going to be more excited and they're going to feel more pride because you guys decided and chose to do business with Apache Campers, well, at the lot, it's more like business as usual. So there's more, yes, there is a little more wheeling and dealing at these shows, but the reality is you'll get the same deal with the lot more than likely, but the biggest difference 
is when you buy at a show, you've already had all of your shopping experience. You've gone and walked around the whole bloody place and saw everything that's available. And you get to make a decision. Now, some of you, the majority of you, are going to make that decision probably after tax season, whatever the case may be. Just realize this, guys. I want to make this very clear because everybody asks me about when the best time to buy is. I want you to understand that more than likely January, I've, I've been told by a few dealerships <clears throat> that I'm in contact with daily, that they are still taking losses on 2022 and 2023 inventory. They're just trying to move stuff. So if you wait, I'm going to make this very clear. It doesn't matter where you're at, from New York to Florida to California to British Columbia to Ottawa. doesn't matter. You will pay more money in March, April, and May of this year than you will in January and February. Just know that and understand it. Okay, I'm not trying to rush your decision-making. But I want you to understand that at some point this year, a dealership, which is a business, has to make some sort of profit to stay in business. They can't simply take losses all year long. They can't. No business can. They have to make money so they can pay the salespeople, they can pay the technician, they can pay... And I know this sounds like basic stuff, like I'm talking like I'm like everybody's five years old, but I think some people don't, some people have that block that comes from uh, a, a, a terrible taste in your mouth about salespeople. <clears throat> Great example the movie Used Cars makes salespeople look horrible. It's funny, the movie's hilarious. But it just puts salespeople in a bad light. That's why I changed the way I did things. That's why I'm the honey badger because I just give it to you how it is. This is how it is. If you don't like me, hey, I get it. Thank God I had a very successful career. I've, I'm a good closer. And I'm not a closer. Guys go in hard and go punch you in the stomach. No, no, no. And I don't play games. I just go in and kind of give you the details of what is real, what is real and what is not. And it's funny because I remember, great story. I was at Camping World uh, being a manager, and and I went in and talked to a guy for probably 10, 15 minutes, kind of just laid it all out there, kind of got to know him a little bit. I didn't have much to go on because I didn't spend three hours with him like the salesperson did. And the guy got up and walked out. Okay. Now, most people, you, there, there's this, there's this. I always say, there's the, the turn-your-head-itis, right? <clears throat> so... And it's and it's really like exaggerated in television shows and movies, where a salesperson goes, wait, 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 that's not all we can do. And I remember this particular guy walked out the door and he stood outside right by his truck, like, where are they? Why aren't they coming out running out here to come grab me? And uh, it was it was just so funny. Uh, he ended up walking back in about 10 minutes later and he came and grabbed me out of the we call it out of the out of the uh, tower and he says we're really at the bottom aren't we and I go yeah I just don't play games you know that it's not the right number it's not the right number I can't blame you and the guy was like no we'll do the deal But it's just kind of funny how those stigmas of how to negotiate and that salespeople are these ugly, rotten creatures that are just after your money. Now, are there guys like that? Well, of course. There's guys like that in every industry at every job. There's doctors like that. There's professors at universities like that. There's football coaches like that. Okay. Everybody has that that little tiny percentage of people that you kind of make fun of in the media. 
movies, TV, blah, blah, blah. The super majority of salespeople and people that work in the RV industry are just trying to make a living and pay their bills like everybody else. They just chose a profession in which they can make more money than they would working at a regular retail job at Walmart or Target or Kohl's or or Macy's or things like that. They chose a commission type of job because, you know, they can work four or five days a week, six days a week, and afford a little bit more. They work their butts off for it. And let me tell you, most RV salespeople fail nine times out of ten. The most successful guys in the industry are fails eight out of ten. I happen to be legendary, joking. I wasn't legendary, but I was really good at what I did. And I closed 25% of people. Now, let's take that on baseball terms, okay? That means that if I succeeded two and a half times every 10, I batted 250. That's about, that. it's the only thing I can ever compare it to is baseball is a game of failure. If you fail seven times out of 10, For an entire career in baseball, you're in the Hall of Fame. If you fail eight times out of ten in the RV business, in the RV sales business, you are a legend. Because you deal with a lot of rejection. You deal with a lot of people that can't qualify for the loan. And you deal with a ton, I'm going to repeat it again, a ton of rejection because of stigmas. So the reality is, you're absolutely right. You can get a better deal at a show sometimes. You can get a better deal on a lot sometimes. But the best time, the best motivation for most dealerships, especially right now, is if you go to a show, they're going to be a lot more flexible than if you go to the lot because they're trying to just put up some numbers. And you got to realize the excitement and the competition with other dealers and that sense of pride, that sense of man we killed it today. I remember, man, I was, you know, one of the best examples of this. And I forgot this because I haven't worked shows as an actual salesperson in years. Okay. But Curtis Trailers, Robbie and Kara uh, are the owners. And man, was it super exciting to listen to them. They were all stoked every day, even if they didn't hit their goals. You know, they, everybody has goals, daily goals that they're trying to hit. And the November show was very slow compared to the September one. I think everybody was kind of showed out by then. And it was right in the middle of the election. But I remember they sold like only 16 units on like a, the first Thursday, I think it was. I think it was 15 or 16. And their goal is like 25. And I'm telling you, Kara was like super stoked. Robbie was super stoked. All the management team was together. They all were like super excited to be there. They were excited to be a part of the team. They all had this positive energy about them. And it it like shows. They're more willing to help people. Like, you know, I would get a customer that had, you know, pricing and finance questions that I can't answer because, number one, I'm not the salesperson. Number two, I don't know Oregon law. Or Oregon finance law. I don't know what credit unions they use. I don't know any of that stuff. But the 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 sales guys, man, they were just. I call them on my phone and go, "Hey, man, I got a guy that has this question." Wasn't pushy. Wasn't shoving people into the coach. Let's write it up. They were like, "How can I help you?" And they were just extremely excited. And and that energy is the same at every dealership that I've been to and every show I've been to since August. So these show, if if you're purchasing, if you're wondering when the best time to purchase is, if you're in the Seattle area, Tacoma RV show would be a perfect time to buy. You can do all your shopping in one or two days and find something you like and they're going to be excited to sell it to you. They're going to be more willing to be flexible and negotiate. <clears throat> They're going to be more flexible with trying to get you into the unit. If you got, you know, you don't have the most perfect credit and you haven't watched any of my videos on my YouTube channel, 
They're going to be more than happy to do the best they can to get you going because it's like, man, if we can get that person in this trailer during this show, that is a win. Not only for you, the customer, a win for them, a win for the porter, a win for the mechanic, a win for the owner, a win for the manager, a win for the vendors that come in and supply them with all their parts. They're just, it's, it's, it's a win-win for everybody. Sorry, drinking water. Oh. Yeah, you know, one thing that uh, comes to mind as I'm on the road right now is a lot of my new dealers are just simply amazing people. Um, you, you know... I've been very blessed. There's an old saying. Well, it's an old saying. It's a saying that that my 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 buddy Mike tells me. So Mike travels with me every once in a while. He does the tent trailers and the teardrops, and he's a character, man. I I I can't tell you enough that he's probably one of my favorite guys I've ever traveled with. And I've traveled with a lot of people before. I've gone out of country with people. I've gone to Vegas with big groups with, with groups of guys. I've gone all kinds of places with with female friends, my wife. You know, my wife is probably the only person I enjoy traveling with more than Mike. No offense to my other friends who are listening to this. But Mike is such a blast to go on the road with. He really is. And uh, he says, uh, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Man, I just feel I, I felt so blessed and honored to get a lot of these new dealers on board. I uh, got two new dealers in Utah. Um, got two new dealers in uh, Arizona. Uh, uh, a new dealer in Oregon. Um, a new dealer in California. Uh, a new company in Washington. And uh, two new locations in Idaho. And it's like, I mean, I... I there are guys out there that are struggling to even get people to pick up the phone. And, uh, you know, you know, I've just been very blessed and I got one new dealer in Alberta, Canada, uh, three guys that just are, uh, I mean, I'm just, I, I get so excited when I hear, when I see Cole email me or on email. So my boss has been communicating with their website guy and, and his name's Ryan and, and, and whenever, he forwards me the email just so I'm in the loop. I just, I get this belly of excitement because there's these three young guys that just out there to make it, man. There's nothing stopping them, nothing standing in their way. Uh, you know, I, I have, uh, uh, it's hard to name names, um, you know, but uh, I have uh, a company that has five locations uh, across three states. Um, and, and he, the owner, he knows who he is, Arizona, Idaho, Oregon. Um, if, if he's listening to this, um, I feel blessed to, to work with you and feel blessed that, um, you, you know, that you, you chose, you chose my product. Um, and, and I know a lot of it had to do with you were choosing me too and, and, and my bosses, but, um, you know, I, my my new dealer in Southern California out in the desert um, you know I almost went to work for her a couple of times and and she's been so patient and, and been so amazing with me that uh, you know I, I feel so blessed that I get to be a, a part of that that she's a partner with me uh, my new Fresno area dealer he's he's brand 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 spanking new to Forest River and Coachman and Primetime and all those places and and uh, you know he's just that, that the whole dealership's energy is just amazing just amazing and I just feel so blessed and my my buddy in Ventura uh, I love you man uh, you, you 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 know he I got him started in the rental side and it just it just hasn't quit and just being partnered up with him and 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 his excitement with him and his wife even though sometimes i want to <clears throat> tell him stop taking big super c motor homes it's not a super c market ventura is a small travel trailer and toy hauler market and tent trailer market dude 
remind him of that all the time. And, you know, you just get so excited about these folks, right? Uh, the, the, the dealership I'm going to, uh, 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 the show with at Tacoma RV show, Apache Campers, what an amazing tag team of father and son. And, and they have uh, three incredible managers that I, I've kind of gotten to know through email, um, an incredibly organized inventory guy. Um, they are just super amazing. And, you know, it's like all these new dealerships, <coughs> these new locations, um, you know, the Utah dealerships, they're, they're stuffed with inventory and they still decided to take me on because, you know, they have a game plan and, and, and we're, it's all symbiotic and I just feel blessed. I mean, my dream job is, is coming together. And I had my doubts, guys. Don't get me wrong. I had my doubts. It lasted a day. Okay. And actually, it lasted about... Oh, God. It didn't last long. Um, I had doubts off and on. <clears throat> I had doubts off and on because... You know, when I was in retail, when I was at a dealership lot... Yeah... I worked. I worked and never enjoyed my money. Uh, I poured a lot of money into starting the media company. I poured a lot of money into starting the media company. Um, it, it was worth it. I poured a lot of savings into it. I put some savings into a fifth wheel, which I'm so glad we did because now we're living out of it. Uh, I put a lot of money into getting my wife on, on, on not, not necessarily because of vacation, but like I sent her to Turkey and everybody goes, why did you do that? And it's like, because she's never been out of the North American continent and I have. And it's an educational experience and it's something that she, I, I really felt like she needed to do. You know, we invested in a lot of things in family in Mexico that didn't pan out, obviously. You know, we invested in a lot of stuff, and but I, I just never got to enjoy the money I was making. California enjoyed the money. The California government enjoyed more of my money, and the federal government enjoyed more of my money than, than I did. That was a good joke, by the way. But it's also mostly true. So when I switched to this job, it was mo everybody asked, why did I switch this? Why was this my dream job? Freedom. Freedom. Yeah, I'm on the road two to three weeks a month right now. But that one week I'm home, besides the work I have to do at my office and stuff like that, I get to see my kids come home from school. I get to pick up my kids from school. I get to take them to school. We get to go and play uh, chess. I've been able to play more chess with my daughter, Joanna, in the last five months than I have in the last five years. I, you know, I haven't had, I haven't bought a bottle of Captain Morgan or a 24-pack of beer uh, in since, God, first week of October of 22. My wife said, hey, maybe we should pick you, pick you up a bottle of Captain Morgan and get a little Coca-Cola and celebrate 2022. And I'm like... <clears throat> didn't feel like it you know being in retail I was drinking gaining weight eating like crap you know I, 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 there was a guy who told me when I was when I was leaving uh, Camping World to do this job he was saying you're going to miss the game I'm going to tell you right now to that gentleman. Hopefully one day you and I can have a conversation over dinner or something or over a glass of wine or something. I don't miss the game at all. I love what I do. But I did have my doubts. And I had my doubts because the money. 
I knew getting into this, the only way I was ever going to get in this side of the business is during an economic slowdown. <clears throat> you know, the, this side of the business is very hard to get get into because mostly because once guys get in, they never get out. It's very rare. <clears throat> so I had my doubts because that open house um, at the dealer, the dealer show, I call it the dealer show because it's the one time the dealer gets to be the customer and gets to be walked around and pitched and presented on all the product and everything. And one of the things I was telling, uh, telling uh, my wife um, last week was I had my doubts because it's like nobody, nothing momentum-wise was going on. You know, I you know I knew all the the parameters, but it's like, dude, not even anybody wants to come even really talk. You know, I was having a tough time getting people on the phone that were already dealers. I was having a tough time because you know you got to deal with a lot of the repercussions of the previous regime that I took over for. And then um, there were two people, two people that I got to give a lot of credit to. And I'm going to use their names, okay? And forgive me, guys, if, if, if it's wrong to use your names. But there were two guys uh, that made me feel like I was doing the right thing. One of them did it accidentally. He wasn't trying to. His name's Glenn Coverman. I worked for Glenn for... Oh, God, almost two years. Okay. I, I think it worked from all the way till December 2021. Okay. From 2020 to end of 2021. And Glenn's an amazing owner. And he's an amazing dude. And we had a great, great conversation. Two really great conversations during that weekend. <clears throat> and... Um, he made me feel so good because he wanted me back. He wanted he, he was offering me to come back and, and work for him at the dealership. Well, I wasn't sure where to go. You know, it always starts out going like that. He's, he's an amazing dude, and he knows he knows when he sees good people and good talent, he's going to find a place for you. He's going to find a way to get you there, okay? And uh, he, he's just – he's always thinking ahead, and he's always really smart, and, and uh, <clears throat> it made me feel good that I had a place to go. And when I got back from Indiana, uh, I'm like, you know what? Let's see how it goes. I had a planned road trip out to, uh, down from Northern California, Southern California, into Phoenix, Arizona. This, this is a great story, okay? So I'm going to go meet Tent Trailer Mike. That's what I'm calling him, okay? That's what I tell my wife I call him. I, I'm going going down to meet 10 Trailer Mark and Mike in Phoenix, and we're going we're gonna to do all of Phoenix, and we're going to do New Mexico and, and, and leave out of Albuquerque and fly back home. Okay, so I get this rental car. I go all the way through Southern California and stop at certain dealers, had some great conversations with the guys, got, got some, some extra paperwork done with dealers to get them all signed up and done. And then... I start driving to um, Phoenix, and I'm crossing over Palm Springs, and a guy by the name of Bobby Combs calls me. This dude is amazing. I, you know, Bobby and I met 2018 at the last Pomona show in California, okay? And we really haven't talked since at all until open house and i knew i was going to sign up his oregon store and possibly one of his idaho stores okay but the phone call and the conversation with him solidified to me that i did the right move coming to wholesale i i'm not gonna give you all the details okay but between glenn and bobby which, by the way, they're pretty good friends, if I remember correctly. Um, between those two, I knew I made the right move. I knew I made the right decision. And I knew I was picking the right partners and I was keeping the right people in my life. 
Um, I still text Glenn off and on. I forgot to text him Happy New Year. In fact, I should do that today. Um, it, 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 my conversation with Bobby, <clears throat> which wasn't a long one, guys. It's not like anything miraculously was said. It was just that conversation with a man that I respect the other conversation with Glenn from another man I love and respect convinced me that all the naysayers are wrong and that I'm following the right path. And that's what Pick Your Partner was all about with Forest River and Coachman and Primetime and all those places. It was because, man, it's true that you pick the right people, it's just going to move move the right move the needle in the right direction. And and it, and it just keeps it keeps getting better every single day. <clears throat> there have been bumps in the road. Don't get me wrong. There have been big bumps in the road. But we're getting there. And uh I'm 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 just I'm I'm excited for 2023. I know I'm not gonna make millions of dollars this year. I'll be lucky to make sixty thousand dollars this year. I think I'd feel blessed if I made sixty grand this year in this bad economy. And it's not a bad economy. It's an economy of overstuffed dealers that are gonna sell all their inventory, but it's gonna take a while, right? And, 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 oh my goodness. I, you know, I appended, I, I, you know, it's something I haven't talked about yet, but knowing that we weren't going to make, I wasn't going to make any money at all the rest of 2022, except for whatever I made here on social media and <laughs> what I made on YouTube or what I made on, you know, with the the media company doing stuff for social for dealerships and companies, that converse those two conversations made it so much easier to basically leave California. Always talked about it, never did anything about it. Got the Cougar fifth wheel up to Chilliquin, Oregon, which is just outside of Klamath Falls. Moved my wife and my kids from what they're used to, which is a pool and, and, and you know, uh, never gets below 65 degrees. And, and when it is cold, super cold, it's like, oh, my God, it's kind of super cold and kind of cool to snow filled, ice filled, sub zero temperatures at night, a few days uh, out of the month. Oregon, <laughs> southern Oregon. Because we took it down from paying seven grand a month in rent, insurance, food, gas. This is expenses that are almost impossible to get rid of. We're not talking about us going out and spending thousands of dollars and we have a BMW and a Mercedes and an Audi and no, no, no. We're talking about we had a Mitsubishi Outlander and a Hyundai Santa Fe. And rent in a 1,400 square foot condo slash apartment. We had cheap furniture, mostly from the Goodwill or 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 some kind of uh, store, uh, some kind of a thrift store. And it was like seven grand a month that we're spending in California down to eighteen hundred dollars is our expenses. And it's like. I can make $1,800 a month work until we get back get back to making money with the company. The switch was amazing. <coughs> and, and if you guys don't know this, there's a lot of naysayers. Most people outside of my buddy Ryan and my friend Archie and a bunch of my rep friends, a bunch of my rep friends from Eddie to Shauna to, 
to Archie, to Ryan, to Dave, to Dan, to Jeff, to kind of Kevin, to all of them. First phone call to me was congratulations. Because they knew I was looking for this. They were like, you made the best decision you could ever do. And of course, we're all a little worried because, hey man, it's normal to worry when you're not shipping anything. But we finally got some shipments out. We finally got some new dealers, stuff like that on our on, on my side of things. But let me tell you something. It was the best decision I ever made was taking this job. It's given me the freedom. I have two incredible bosses <clears throat> that continue to evolve things and trying to make things better. No matter how many bricks in the road are thrown at us. You know, we, we have an incredible production team, a great service manager. I, I, I couldn't have, outside of the, my, the dealers I inherited being overstuffed with all kinds of inventory, not just my stuff, but just all kinds of inventory in general, the people have made me feel like, man, I made the right move. I took the right job. I did the right thing at the right moment because I can build something for myself. I can build something for my family. I can build something generational. I can build my media company. Normally, I would come home from work, want to go pour a cocktail, sit in front of TV, watch some movie or some show that I've seen 15, 20 times, or I'd vegetate in front of a video game that I've beaten a million times. And I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't I wouldn't have the YouTube channel where it's at today. I wouldn't have TikTok where it's at today. I wouldn't have Instagram Reels where it's at today. I would not have 5 million views on social media in 2022. 5 million for a small, dinky little guy like me who's a blip on the radar in the world to get 5 million views on videos between Instagram Reels, TikTok, and YouTube on an educational basis. Not, I'm not shaking my booty or climbing up a pole or lighting something on fire or, you know, I'm not Mr. Beast who's entertainment. I'm an educational channel. specific to the camping industry in general. <clears throat> and yet 5 million views. Podcast in 2022 between uh, YouTube and all the other things, 10,600 downloads. 10,600, and I started this in July. I don't spend any money on advertising it. Nothing. You guys have all found it. You that are listening to this have all found it on your own. It's just... It's just amazing. The, the other thing you're really going to want to, like, look at this year, <clears throat> and I did my predictions last week. One thing I didn't kind of, the one thing I didn't, like, go over with you guys is, is just the facts of what we're going to have to go through for the first part of 2023, and that is uncertainty. I I'm, I'm I have a tough time talking about politics or anything that doesn't revolve around my world or anybody I know's world. And what I mean by that is there are the there's attention hounds. Now I'm using the word hound out there that are looking for a 
not just attention, but they're looking for, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <coughs> Pardon me, i am still got my cold. Um, God, the word I'm looking for, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's used so many times. It's, uh, they want confirmation that their existence is important. Best way I could put it, okay? And, and what we're going to run into a lot, and we're already running into it right now, um, and, and this is not a knock. I don't want to knock him. This is not knocking you, Alpha M, not at all. But if you look at the channel Alpha M, this guy, uh, I found him at my one of my lowest points in my life on YouTube. And um, he has some interesting videos about male hygiene. And, and he's one reason why I'm not 250 pounds, why I'm you know, 190, 195. If I didn't find his channel, uh, I, I'd probably be 250, 260 pounds right now. Okay. Um, but I noticed something very interesting that is occurring within this small group of people. And that is this, I got to confirm with everybody that I'm important. And that's not the way this guy was originally. And if you're listening to this alpha, I don't want you to take this the wrong way because I know you probably will. Most people will. But you're not yourself. And he's not himself because you could tell by the thumbnails and the titles of his videos that he's made. every time he makes a title of a video, it always seems like, oh my God, he's going to quit YouTube. And you click on it, and it has nothing to do with that. But it's clickbait. Okay? <clears throat> There's a lot of that going on right now. And I believe, truly believe deep down in my heart, it's it's not only, it, it, it reminds me a lot of these 20 Republicans. Okay? It's hard not to turn on anything and not get something about the 20 Republicans rebelling against Mike McCarthy. 202 people have voted for Mike McCarthy, 20 people are holding out, and they're yelling and screaming at the top of their lungs, all this stuff, and it's like, look at me, I'm in front of the camera. Look at me, I'm the rebel. While the super majority of them are all like, hey, so can we just get this over with? I mean, you're this amount of people, and we're this amount of people, and... Let's move on. And the problem is, is you have, and I'm, I'm going to connect this to the RV business, okay? Because I don't want to talk about politics. I hate talking politics. But if the connect the dot to the RV business is, there's a lot of YouTubers that are getting a ton of views because of, clickbait crap right and in the super majority the big amount of people that are really good at what they do aka josh the rv nerd josh the rv nerd is probably the best rv youtuber out there i would be lucky to be a fifth of what he is simply amazing man I give him a lot of credit for me doing the stuff I'm doing, for starting the media company, for having this podcast, for having my regular YouTube channel. <clears throat> I give him total props all sides of the world. And yet, there are those that don't know what they're talking about. And I, I say this in almost every episode and at least one section of the episode because I want to make sure for those that are new to the channel or new to the podcast that you have an understanding that when you Google RV life, RV loans, RV anything, you're going to find that there's a lot of people with a lot of views 
and the thumbnail looks attractive and the title looks like it's something that's going to be very educational for you and then you get about a lot of bad information and, and again it's it's because there's just so much competition on YouTube that people start misleading their viewer or trying to mislead new viewers and then they try to come up with some hocus pocus crap that isn't 100% accurate it's not even 80% accurate most of the time it's between 20 and 25% accurate they're missing so much information and a lot of it's because guys let's be real about something a lot of these full-time RVers that are on YouTube that are doing this, not everybody does. I want to make that clear. Not every full-time RVer does this. It's a very small percentage, but they get the most views. They get the most confirmation that they're important. They have never sold an RV on an RV dealership lot in their life. And the information they're giving you about pricing and shows and this and that is all complete horse manure. So if you're new to this, you now know that there isn't a lot of people out there that you can trust on YouTube or podcasts or TikTok or Instagram Reels. <clears throat> if you see a title and a thumbnail are too good to be true and has a million views on it and it's been released for three weeks and it's an educational video about RVs, more than likely it's full of nasty, bad information. But here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And I've said this probably five of the last seven episodes. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You'll probably listen to this podcast one time and, oh, God, I can't stand that dude. Josh the RV nerd. I will give him Josh the RV nerd at Bish's RV. That man is incredible. And he's almost everybody's cup of tea. And he will give you fair, accurate, and transparent information, just like I do. Just I'm the honey badger and he's the fluffy bunny. Or he's the teddy bear that you squeeze at night going, oh my god, I can't ever get tired of this thing. But that honey badger keeps biting and clawing at me. I'm tired of him. But 2023 is going to be a good year, guys. It's going to be a good year for camping. It's going to be a good year for fishing. It's going to be a good year for all the outdoors because there's been a lot of snow and a lot of rain, especially up in the western United States. There's been record snowfall in a lot of areas, including the eastern Sierra Nevada mountains and the northwestern Sierra Nevada mountains. <clears throat> uh, Jenks Lake in the San Bernardino Mountains looks like it's actually going to get some pretty good uh, snowpack falling in and leaking into the lake. They had incredible snowfall. It just looks like this is going to be a year and a season, a winter season, that is really going to help you want to get to the outdoors lakes being more full rivers being more full it's going to make people relax about water situations in certain states in certain states it's not i mean it's hard to get over las vegas nevada's water problem with lake mead it's very hard to get over that it's very hard to not not be discouraged by parts of the colorado river but the, the ice melting and the snow melting and the snowpack we're getting in a lot of parts of the country are going to help solve a lot of that problem. It's not going to solve every one of them, but it'll solve a lot of them. It's, it's, it's extremely exciting. <coughs> extremely exciting. we got a long way to go. Transportation's got to be sorting out and trucking and smog and... The everyday life crap just pounds you and pounds you and pounds you. And, and, and especially if you lived in California, as long as I did, California just beats you into the ground. A lot of times you just go, man, how am I ever going to get ahead? 
you know, that's what the RV business is all about. As my buddy Greg Lewis would say, the RV business, B-I-D-N-E-S, the business. Eating some of my Domino's boneless chicken. So, yeah. I believe we're also going to have one of those incredible years where campgrounds are going to be easier to access. I'm not going to tell you they're going to be empty. They're going to be easier to access because a lot of people went back to work. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that did it for two years and, and sold their rig. Um, I think this is a year where a lot of people are going to do more weekday camping than weekend camping. I think that uh, a lot of companies um, are going to 50-50, 50 at the 50 percent at the office, 50 percent at home, or 60-40, whatever that case may be. And I think you're going to see a lot more people hit the road during the week. You know, camp in the middle of the week, the Tuesdays, the Wednesdays, the Thursdays. You know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> Those little changes and little things occur. Um, you know, over the course of this year. And, and I, I truly, truly believe that there is going to come a point in time where we're going to discover that we're not crashing. You know, the, we're, we're going to come to a point in time, and I don't think it'll happen in January, or February. I think it'll happen midsummer. Midsummer, I think we're all going to wake up one day and go, "Wasn't this supposed to crash like January second or third? Wasn't it supposed to crash at the end of January? Didn't Robert Kiyosaki say that it was going to crash and by January tenth, the stock market was going to collapse?" Didn't all these experts say we're going to go through worse recession than 2008-9? What happened to that? Why didn't we ever go through that? <coughs> and I can tell you why. Why we're probably not going to go through that intense of a, of a, of a correction. It's because... There's enough things in place that it will feel like a drop in the bucket because we're going we're gonna to get to the new norm. The new norm is going to be plus $3 a gallon of gasoline. We just got to get used to it. That $2.99 a gallon is the new norm. That $3.69 in Oregon is the new norm. That $4 to $4.49 in California is the new normal. $3.80 a gallon for milk is the new normal. It doesn't mean it's right. And, and, and if you want somebody to blame, if you want me to go that far into it, if you want somebody to blame, just look in the mirror. We can all blame ourselves. We didn't have to go spend money like it was growing on trees during the pandemic. Let's be real. Here's an excellent one. I got a new salesperson. You know, he had three really good months in the RV business during 2020. Went out and paid premium price for a 2500 Chevy. Spent 100 grand on a truck and another 100 grand on a Tesla. $200,000 in cars and payments. We we can't help ourselves. We are a consumer-driven society. And there's nothing wrong with it. We just have to be a little more responsible about it and realize that big business didn't do this to us. The politicians didn't do this to us. We did it ourselves. 
So it's a new norm. If, if we weren't a consumer-driven society, we wouldn't have spent $20 billion on Christmas gifts on Black Friday weekend. So when we spend $20 billion, and the majority of it was cash or debit card, which means it's liquid money, it isn't credit, it just goes to show you that the, cr the crash everybody's expecting to happen <clears throat> isn't going to be a crash. It's going to correct itself. The stock market's already begun to do that. It's been doing that for a year. Real estate is starting to finally catch up to the stock market. But consumer goods... TVs, cars, RVs, boats, your computer, your cell phone, pff, your loaf of bread, gallon of water, gallon of milk, they're not coming down, guys. Gasoline prices, they're staying right there, right where they're at. They're not going anywhere. If they do, I'll shove my foot in my mouth. If we get back down to less than $1.50 a gallon, I'll put my foot in my mouth. But it's a new norm, guys. Housing will become affordable again, more affordable, because that's controllable. Everything else, there ain't going to be the crash you guys think it is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go back to a correction where the balance of debt and cash is going to get back to some kind of normal of what it should be. Well, I'm going to bed. You guys have a great, I hope you guys had a great new year. And hopefully we'll see you at the Tacoma RV show.